With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. The Opinions, the panel. Got Sam Ackerman with us this morning and uh, Brad Lewis. Uh, Sam, we'll start with you if I can, and we might as well start with a bit of the old rugby league, shall we? A big weekend, of course, being Anzac weekend and uh, the Warriors against the Storm. What chance? Uh, always some, but I, I feel muted uh, with it at the moment after watching uh, Cameron Munster bamboozle football players like they were schoolboys. Uh, I, I just the Warriors team that I saw in the weekend, I know a lot's been said about the officiating, uh, but the point remains that the Warriors didn't take all the advantages that they could have, and they, they still let in tries that they shouldn't have. They still um, came up with plays that they shouldn't have, uh, so they can only control what they can control, and against a team like the Storm, who we talk about a great history uh, with them, and they will always be, uh, along with the Broncos, the iconic opponents, uh, but I'm not... I'm not filled with confidence that this will be a, uh, a victory uh, this weekend. But that said, the Warriors have proven themselves to be competitors so far uh, for much of the season. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's definitely a chance, but uh, I'm not going out and throwing a mortgage payment on it. And you're looking forward to Mitch Barnett lining up in Warriors colours? Yes, I've been an admirer of his uh, as a um, as a back rower for some time now. So I, he's wholehearted, and that's what I like in my back rowers. It's the in the uh, the Michael Luck, uh, Josh Curran style of guy who will just give you everything. So uh, I'm fine with that. He's a guy who uh, hasn't ever, to me, seemed like he's got anything other than a good footy culture and want to give everything he can so I've, I've always been uh, a fan of his in the nights and I think he will be a good fit into what the Warriors actually need. We've seen them pick up a few players that don't necessarily fit that mould they are just decent footy players or uh, players who are available uh, I think he is the kind of guy that if I was in a recruitment position, if I heard he was on the open market I'd want to chat Mr Nice Guy Cameron George has contacted Phil Gould and said we can lend you some players for this weekend so he should. Um, the Warriors put their hand out um, and put their hand up when they were struggling in the uh, the throes of COVID when we had players um, stranded on different sides of the Tasman and all, all those dramas. The Warriors uh, kept afloat by the kindness of, uh, of some other clubs, uh, 11 players like uh, the likes of Hedrington and Jennings come play for uh, the club over short-term positions. We're not talking about uh, saying, hey, do you want Sean Johnson or, hey, can we hand you um, Reese Walsh for a, for a week? We're talking about the players that aren't playing first grade. So if they're not playing first grade for us right now, we're talking about filling a one- to two-week hole of getting a chance to play first grade and be exposed uh, in, uh, to another team in uh, 
pick up some skills, and I'm all for it. Uh, Phil Gould obviously has a strong relationship with the Warriors for, with his time um, there over the past um, 18 months or whatever it was. So it was a, uh, a, a smart decision to put your hand up because <laughs> the last thing the Warriors would want to look is petulant, going, "No, no, 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 we're not, we're not going to give you any of our any of our players." It's the Bulldogs putting their hands up. It's not the rich trying to get richer, if you know what I mean, in the uh, results and playing column. So it is the right move to do. Okay, yeah. Uh, joined also by uh, Brad Lewis this morning. Brad, uh, big weekend for boxing fans and Tyson Fury up against Dillian White this Sunday. What are you expecting? Uh, yeah, massive fight. Great to talk to you, Smithy. Great to hear Sammy's voice. Uh, massive fight, uh, Smithy. Uh, got, a, got a sort of lean towards Tyson with this one. Uh, potentially his last fight. He's kind of indicated that this week, although I think it's a bit of a power play to get him that last big payday against Joshua or Usyk later in the year, but I just with this fight, you feel like Tyson's just too good everywhere. He's too big. He's too strong. Uh, everything that Dillian White is good at, Tyson is better at. Like sort of that dirty boxing um, and, and the and the rough stuff. I think he's probably got a bit more power than Dillian as well, and he's got a better chin and better better cardio. So I think if if Dillian's sweet spot in this fight will be the first three rounds. If Tyson can survive that, much like he did in the Deontay Wilder fights, I think it's it's a fairly easy night at the office for him. He's the greatest heavyweight of the last 25, 30 years, and I think he'll continue to prove that uh, this weekend. Will he continue to prove it after this weekend, though? That's uh, been a bit of a talking point too, Brad. Mm. Yeah, so look, um, Tyson's retired once before, right after he beat Klitschko uh, and uh, took some time off, followed the England football team around the World Cup and stuff. But look, I, I think the lure of, particularly if Anthony Joshua wins the rematch against Alexander Yusek, uh, which is, is highly debatable that he would, that that is that'll be the biggest fight um, that you could make in boxing would be Joshua and Fury for the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world. Um, you could sell Wembley Stadium out three three or four times over uh, if those two guys got on the ring together uh, in London. Uh, it's it's it, Eddie Hearn. Um, the dollar signs would be spinning. Um, same with Tyson Fury's team. Uh, it's 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 a mega fight. It would be a mega card. And uh, I think what Tyson Fury's doing here is he's he's setting an early sort of signal out that he's going to be the A side of the negotiation and if they want the fight made, they're going to have to go through him. Interesting. Okay, uh, we're going to take a short uh, news break, fellas. Uh, stay with us, please, if you can. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about Wayne Smith and his new job uh, after the break. Um, in the meantime, here's uh, Araha with a news update. The panel. We have Brad Lewis with us this morning, and we also have Sam Ackerman. Uh, Sam uh, Wayne Smith, we had him on a little while ago talking about his new role as the director of rugby for the Black Ferns. Uh, I'm not quite sure why isn't he just uh, the head coach, but that's the tag they've been get, that he has been given. And uh, from all accounts, he's starting from scratch, knows not much about it. Yeah, look, it's probably the, uh, the probably printed the business cards um, already, um, Smithy. Before <laughs> Glenn Moore resigned, so why, why change the title? But it is, we know, you know that he is at the helm of this uh, the ship. Uh, it does give you a little bit more confidence than perhaps if they'd gone some of the other um, the other routes that w- could have been possible in this scenario. Look, there are worse things in the world than when a team is going through turmoil to have someone like Wayne Smith uh, come in. Yes, he doesn't know the uh, the players and the training style. There's a lot to learn. I think you said he's got 180 odd days. That's plenty of time. Uh, and for someone like Wayne Smith, uh, who will keep things relatively simple, uh, he's not going to come in and uh, and try to reinvent the wheel and. 
in a huge way. The, the, the main thing, the number one thing here is that the players, you can imagine these women will be filled with that kind of sense of confidence that change is happening, uh, but that change involves one of the, the most admired, uh, respected and successful coaches uh, in New Zealand history. And then you throw in names like Mike Cron and Sir Graham Henry being involved. My concern mm. is that uh, the, the Black Ferns have their own identity. And uh, I, I believe Wayne Smith's a smart man to make sure it stays that way. This is all about player buy-in from now on. I, I, I kind of got the feeling that the, that the Black Ferns enjoyed being Black Ferns and they wanted to represent their country, but they didn't buy into what the, the team was at that time. That's a blank slate, and um, I think Wayne Smith's smart enough to listen and make sure that it's uh, got, they've got the players on board because that's what this team needs in a World Cup year is to come in short. Think of the Jacinda Ardern effect, right, when she came in as leader of, of Labour. She's got to set the culture and listen to what people want rather than stick with things that were stuck, and here, here she is still leading the team uh, of Labour as, as they go on. This is Wayne Smith's chance to go in, listen, and give them what they want, let go of the reins and make sure these players are feeling committed to this cause, so uh, I'm I'm comfortable with the situation, but you know it's still a, a big ask for whoever comes in to turn around what's been there. Yes, Brad, we spoke to uh, Wayne Smith this morning. Uh, as initially, he said he rang them and said, "Look, I can help out if you need me," uh, and then all of a sudden, he's uh, the head charang. Uh, are you happy with the team he's assembled as well? We're looking at uh, Whitney Hanson in there as well, and Wesley Clark, who of course is married to Dr. Farah Palmer, which has caused a little bit of a question or two during the week. The potential for nepotism there, but by all accounts, Wesley Clark more than qualified to be involved in this. Coach set up Whitney Hansen's paid her dues uh, over the course of the last few years in, in domestic rugby. And I think the key name that, that Sam mentioned was Mike Cron. Like, here, here's a guy who revolutionised like forward play and scrummaging and set pace in, in men's rugby. And I think you know him bringing that that steal to to the women's team um, and, and Sam mentioned another keyword which is confidence you surround yourself with Wayne Smith Mike Cronza Graham Henry uh, Whitney Hanson who's someone you know Kendra Cox said this morning coming out and said she's respected throughout the entire women's game um, and she's a career coach and Wesley Clark, Clark also respected you're putting confidence around this team, confidence that has been smashed out of them in the last year and a half um, through no play with COVID and then that horrible tour last year. And look, do I think they, they're going to win the World Cup? I don't. I think England and France have a two-year head start in terms of professional rugby. Those are the teams to beat, and I just don't think you can turn around a 30, 40-point hiding three times over in this short of time. But do I think they're going to be a better side than had Glenn Moore been in charge? Absolutely. Wayne Smith... As a successful coach, he's proven he's a winner. Um, he was part of one of the greatest coaching trios New Zealand have produced. Won, he's won two World Cups as an assistant. And there's good people there. And, and I think he's surrounded himself with the right people. And the team will have that confidence moving forward. Yep. Well, I won't uh, have any excuses, I, I feel, in terms of the coaching set up there. And the good, the good news for me is that they've put a full stop on the last saga and they can now... Uh, fairly and squarely uh, start going forward. But um, everyone, um, uh, Sam, Mo, everyone and some of the players, some high-profile players have uh, been quick not to forget the contribution of, of uh, Glenn Moore as well. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. It wasn't uh, a player revolt against Glenn Moore. This was so that there will be, to some extent, a divided 
locker room, not towards the new coaches, but they, but towards each other. They weren't all pulling in the same direction, which is what I'm talking about with Wayne Smith being a smart man, about making sure that reset is hit and allowing this culture to be developed internally. Let them come up with the answers because they need to find a way of all pulling in the same direction. Um, so, yep, Glenn Moore, uh, with what you think about the, the final outcome, he certainly has played a, a role in, uh, in a lot of these women's career, as he has for a lot of uh, men's career as well so he is a coach that is uh, will have his supporters uh, and I, I'm sure there's uh, many players who are better players from his involvement and we know there's some that aren't uh, and, and that's not because of players because of emotional um, uh, their own emotional well-being so the, the, this change had to happen whether, uh, whether he's in the right or the wrong because the team was not in the right headspace because of his presence it had to happen I'm really comfortable that uh, that they've got the right people involved to move away from that. Like Brad put it perfectly, this is about getting away from that chapter. It's about moving on to the next thing. Any kind of carryover with the same crew was always going to lead to a bit of that. So um, they're giving giving themselves the best chance, and I think that we just will be excited to see the Black Ferns play footy that they're enjoying. Whether they win the tournament um, is a complete different debate, as Brad debated. Okay, let's uh, look at uh, Super Rugby this weekend. Uh, fellas, uh, Brad, I've, I can start with you and this bizarre story coming through uh, about more disappointment for Moana Pacifica and Aaron Major as if they haven't had uh, enough setbacks already, being the new the newbies on the block, but uh, calling for greater respect uh, because the players actually found out that their game this weekend uh, against the force has been postponed. They found out on social media? Yeah, ridiculous. He's not wrong, and, and like you, we've brought up Moana Pacifica conversations with you uh, almost every week. Like it seems that they're getting pulled in different directions. Um, to me, it's ridiculous. And Aaron Major's been around a long time. He's no fool, and uh, I think he knows when his team's been ripped off a little bit. And if he's coming out and saying he feels disrespected, then I I I, I trust that. That's that's exactly what's happening. And uh, it just feel this season's kind of been a train wreck for them, right? Like they just. COVID kind of hit them three or four times before the season ever started. Um, they've been super competitive, more so than I thought they would be in, in numerous games this season, um, sort of fading in the last 20 minutes of, of some games. I think on the field, they've been probably better than we, we thought they would be, given um, the stuff that happened to them at the start of the season. But, yeah, I definitely think that more attention needs to be paid for them. And if this had happened to the Crusaders, the Blues, the Chiefs, the Hurricanes, you know, the Highlanders, um, there'd be massive uproar about it. And, uh, yeah, but, Definitely, there needs to be some focus put on them and there needs to be an investigation into why this happened. Uh, I just wonder, Brad, if you look at the draw this weekend, scratch that one, of course, Chiefs, Waratahs, Blues, Drua, Hurricanes, Reds, Highlanders, Brumbies, Crusaders, Rebels. I just Is there a scope for an upset there? Reds, I would say, um, for sure. Uh, um, they have looked pretty good this season. I mean, they've looked good the last two or three seasons. Uh, and, and the Brumbies have been impressive this year as well. But uh, Smithy, again, like they're, they're playing Australian sides, right? So we're just not sure how good they are. For all we know, the Highlanders and the Hurricanes could be the fourth and fifth best teams in this competition. Um, we just don't know until these teams play these crossover games, which is the exciting thing about this week, I think. The Blues have kind of lucked out a little bit on their draw, um, getting um, probably the easier game of, of the cross games, um, coming off the back of that magnificent game last weekend. Uh, so, so I guess they're in a, a good position. But, uh, yeah, that, that's the interesting thing, thing about this week is we're going to find out if the Australian teams have improved, as which is the feeling that's coming out of Australia. They do feel like they're at a different level than what they were have been in the past. 
Okay, let's look uh, very quickly too, uh, Sam, at the NRL over the weekend, and of course it's Anzac weekend, so uh, I would imagine the Broncos should thump the, the makeshift Bulldogs, shouldn't they, tonight, to kick it off? You'd hope so. Um, the Broncos will be in a bit of trouble if they can't put away a team that can't that can't feel the team. Um, so the Brisbane have been a real funny team to watch this season so far. They have moments and they look like the Brisbane that was uh, collapsing last year, and then they've got games where they are uh, they're digging deep and they're having uh, they're coming up with the type of efforts that. Um, that you know, Kevin Walters was able to get out of uh, his origin teams. And, and that juxtaposition shows you that this team is still one on the rebuild. Nothing is a given. And I'm waiting for the Bulldogs to click in the gear. It won't be this week. This will not be the way. If, if they can suddenly uh, get through and become uh, world beaters when they've got all these players out, then fair play to them. And we have seen, actually, the Broncos, ironically, uh, in the past, uh, when they've been missing all their origin players, the teams that dubbed the baby Broncos have come up with some amazing performances and launched careers uh, in those circumstances. So, you know, look, rugby league can always offer that, but I will be back in the Broncos every day on this one. So what's the game outside the Warriors, uh, game against the Storm, which uh, incidentally is 9 o'clock Monday night, so it's the last cab off uh, the rack. Uh, what game over the weekend would you be uh, looking forward to be watching in the, in the draw? Uh, I'm strapping in for Sunday. Um, I'm, I'm watching uh, both games back-to-back. Uh, Knights versus Eels uh, with the Caelan Ponga situation cleared up. The Knights... Hot and cold can run, you know they can they can give everything and then sometimes run off the place. And the eels are in the same vein. Uh, I think entertaining footy being played there, uh, and I think uh, the Panthers are just a joy to watch. I don't think Canberra is going to beat them, but I think Canberra is a team um, that again has a uh, intestinal fortitude to not want to bail on this team, bail on this game. But I expect the Panthers to run away again. But th- those are the games outside the Warriors game I'll be most looking forward to this weekend. Have a great weekend, Sam Ackerman, uh, and same to you, Brad Lewis. Thanks very much for being uh, on the panel for us uh, this Friday, um, and uh, there will be uh, an, and more panels, of course, uh, next week as we, we get into our work. Stuff for your face and body, it's men's skincare with a purpose. Top-quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.